Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing our examination of the book of Colossians. We're in the third chapter. And uh, we looked at the 12th and 13th verse in the previous episode, really just sort of focusing on one portion of the 12th verse. Verses 12 and 13 are all one sentence. So let me read this sentence again, and then we'll go back and maybe talk about a couple of things here. It says this, So, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone. Just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. And so in reading this one sentence, these two verses right here, uh, we can glean a lot of information about what the situation and the circumstance was. He's already addressed several things and has been exhorting them and encouraging them to uh, set their minds on the things above, okay? To set their minds on the things of the Lord, to uh, uh, die to the fleshly desires of the flesh, you know, all these various things. So you could tell that there were things that they were facing, the same exact things that we face day in and day out, the temptations that come our way. The decisions that come our way. You know, will I do this, which will be a sin, which you think, oh, well, okay, I can ask God to forgive me for that afterwards. Or am I going to go the way that's not of sin? Am I going to live the life of holiness? And honestly, we as the Western church, the local church, have not done a very good job in teaching and encouraging and exhorting one another uh, to live according to what the standards of the Scripture is. Uh, we, we swing the pendulum too far both directions. We'll sit there and say, uh, and yeah, how many times have I said it? I'm just a sinner saved by grace, so I can just expect that there's nothing I can do, and I will just sin. But you know what? God's grace is infinite, and God's mercy is infinite. And so he will forgive me when I ask him to forgive me. Yeah, God's grace is infinite. His mercy is infinite. But, boy, you don't ever want to be in a position where you are presuming upon the Lord, Okay where you're sitting there saying, well, I'm going to sin because I know that God will forgive me. He told me he'll forgive me. He has to forgive me. That's literally the attitude that we communicate sometimes. And then we'll go the other extreme where people will sit there and they'll say, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that I am holy before God. I am what it says here. I am chosen. I am beloved. I am saved. And so, therefore, I never, ever sin." You know, both those extremes bring problems into the body. One is as if we can't do anything with the sin, that we're not new creatures and new creations. The other carries the idea that we'll never be tempted, we'll never succumb to it, you know, that we'll never make the wrong decision. Well, both of them are in error, okay, both of them are in error. If we just pay attention to what's said right here and live within this, folks, now, just give heed to it. Verse 12. So, so in other words, like I said before in a previous episode, in light of what I'm saying here, Paul's saying, 
as those who have been chosen by God. Those who are true believers have been chosen by God. And again, there's big debate over this. Uh, to me, it's pretty cut and dry <clears throat> what the Scripture says and how clear it is. The problem arises in the fact that most people, and I'm starting with the top of the leadership within the body of Christ, that most people don't know what the Scripture says. <clears throat> and they know a lot more about their heritage, about their tradition, about their particular denominational distinctives. They know much more about the founding father of their denomination than they know about the founding Lord of their faith. That's just a sad reality. And so you say, well, how can you say that? When I hear people quoting and saying more about the founding father of their denomination than I do about the Lord Jesus Christ, when I hear them firing off saying, well, Calvin said this and Calvin said this, or Wesley said this, or Wesley said that, okay, or Broadus said this, or somebody else said that, you know, whatever it may be, rather than thus saith the Lord, then you've got a problem. Okay? And just listen, just listen to the discussion, just listen to the vernacular, just listen to what's taught, listen to what's preached. And if it doesn't align with the Word of God, then make sure you align with the Word of God. What does it say here? Those who have been chosen of God, not chosen by God because He knows what's going to happen in the future, not chosen by God because He knows who's going to choose Him and who's going to reject Him, chosen of God. Then listen to the descriptors, and boy, there's a bunch of them here. Holy and beloved. So he's describing the body here. He's calling them holy. And that word holy is hagios, which means sacred. Sacred. It's often translated as saints. As a matter of fact, let me look right here. 59 times in the scripture, okay, it's translated as <coughs> saints. Okay? A couple of times it's uh, translated as the, the holy place, the holy of holies. Again, words derive their meaning from context, okay? So he's saying that you are holy. And what does that mean? It means that you have been set apart, that you're sanctified, that you're consecrated, that you're growing in that sanctification, you're growing in that consecration, that you are holy and you are agapio, hagios and agapio. You are beloved. You are loved. And this is the love agapio. Uh, we often say, oh, this is the love that God has for us. Absolutely right, okay? <laughs> but it's really so much more than that. How could it be more than that? But you know what I mean. It's literally this kind of love. It's the kind of love where you want what is best for the other individual, the other person. You know, there's at least three Greek terms for love. You know, agapio, agape love, phileo love, that's a love. People say, oh, that's brotherly love. Well, it is. Or we get Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, right? Except when they're killing each other. But uh, it's actually even more than that because not only is it uh, uh, brotherly love, it's familial love. It's the love that you have for your family members. It's that phileo. And then you have eros love, erotic love, love of the flesh. And then there's a couple other ones, but the phileo and agapio are the two that appear in Scripture. And he's saying this. Folks, you need to remember this. You are chosen of God. You are holy. 
You are beloved. Now, in our final moments, sometimes, often, people will say, well, okay, that's what the Scripture says. I just don't feel that. I don't feel it. I understand. I understand. So it could be one or two things, okay? One or two things. Let's deal with the primary. First of all, you may not actually be saved. You may not be in right relationship to the Most High God. You may be very religious. You may know the Bible backwards and forwards. You may know all this, but you may not have the right saving face. You say, well, I believe. Well, even the demons believe and they shudder. Perhaps you haven't believed unto salvation. Second Corinthians, I mentioned it all the time, says, examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. Okay, So examine yourself to see if you actually are. But take it before the Lord. Say, Lord, am I in a right relationship with you? But let's say that you are, that you are truly saved, and you just don't feel something like it could be an attack of the evil one, okay, that's robbing you of some joy right here. It could also be the simple thing that sometimes you go through dry seasons. Ah, the Lord has led many of his people through the desert times, right? So don't trust in your feelings. Trust in what the Lord has declared about you. That if you're truly saved, you are chosen of God, you are holy, and you are beloved. We got halfway through the 12th verse again. But wait, there's more. We'll see it in the next episode. See y'all then.